Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is December 15th. It's Friday, which means it's Aloha Friday. And we are back again today to talk about another exciting AI topic. Today, it's going to be the tool perplexity. So we are going to do our best to give you our honest review of perplexity. Hopefully, at this point, everybody uh, on the team has uh, used it a little bit. Um, some more than others, I know, and we're just going to give you our honest review. What do we think about it? Where does it fall into the, you know, the the space of the Googles of the world or Bing's or however you want to put it? Is it is it separate? Is it the same? Can it replace it? I don't know. We're going to get into all of it. So we actually have everybody today. Uh, we were joking before that we actually have everybody before we even went live, which is amazing. So we have Beth, June, me, Andy, Aaron, Robert, Carl, and I'm Brian. So all seven of us, which is fantastic, always makes my day when I get to see everybody. So, all right, I think maybe, Andy, I'm going to kick it over to you because I feel like you were sort of maybe one of our, our early adopters of, of Perplexity, at least from our group, and you've been using it a lot. So maybe open it up, help us understand what is it, how are you using it, all the good sure. stuff. Okay, so first, uh, I do use Perplexity in lieu of any other search engine at this point, unless... I'm looking for something that's local, right? I, I, I just kind of fall back Google on a local search. Let me talk about perplexity. First of all, perplexity is a term of art in machine learning. It is, uh, so they've adopted that term. And what perplexity is, is a measure of how well a probability model, a large language model, which is predicting the next word, predicts a given sample. With high perplexity being like perplexed, it's confused and tangled. It doesn't give you the right answers. And low perplexity is more accurate and a better uh, you know, alignment with the prediction distribution. So what's really, uh, I wanna give a little bit of a story about how perplexity came about. This is a, the guy who founded it is a guy named Aravind Srinivast. And he is an academic. And this is coming out of the academy, not out of commercial venture capital, if you will. Okay, mm -hmm. it's, it's the academy going after, and his objective in, in creating this, and it's pretty recent, right? He was a, a PhD student and, uh, and therefore a serious academic in 2019. In a, and he reached out because he was working on these large language models, transformers particularly, he reached out to the, to the inventor of Transformers at Google DeepMind and got an internship with, with that guy. That guy's name is Ashish Baswani. So they, he has this internship and out of that, he, he decided that there was room for and a need for a tool that would just be scholarly. His motivation and his uh, intention about perplexity is scholarly, which means to him, it's accurate, it's truthful and it has the answer at its fingertips and, and it can recall all its sources. So Plexity was designed to do something very, very narrow compared to what Google does, but it reaches out to be very, very comparable, maybe even superior to Google in the experience. And we'll all talk about that and from our own perspective. But what they focused on is an answer engine with citations. It's just an answering machine with citations. And it uses large language models to make it a conversational process. But there's a search engine with an index behind it 
that's just trying to find the right answers, but it does it by assembling from multiple sources, retaining a citation to each of those sources, and then synthesizing the answer. That's that's mm. kind of what generative search generative uh, experience does now on Google. <clears throat> but Google's position is complicated by its business model. And what, something that uh, um, Arvind said about Google is he said, if Google focused solely on providing correct answers, it could dramatically improve its search product, but its business interests prevent them from doing so. Hmm. That's a really go. good, that, that's awesome. That was a really good uh, background on that. Yeah. I love the and idea. And I never knew that perplexity was the actual term. Yeah, that term is <laughs> pretty cool. Awesome. Um, all right, so where do we want to go from here? Do we want to talk about, do we want to, I mean, I don't know, Andy, do you want to keep going and maybe just talk about like why? Maybe I'd love to know, I guess I would love to know why. Why did you decide at some point? I, I would imagine it could have been just curiosity. I mean, a lot of us play in the AI space and we just out of curiosity because for the love of doing it, we'll go play with new tools. So that might be the reason. But I'm curious, did you actually have a pain point? Did you feel like you were getting a reduced output or, or not the type of answers that you were hoping for with a Google or Bing or whatever tool you were previously using? Like what was the catalyst that kicked you over to perplexity or was it just curiosity? And then that kept you there. It, 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 what, what pushed me over to it was the simple difference with you're having a conversational interaction with a model uh, that wasn't up to date. Right. So we we're all focused on open AI and it was back to, to 2022 or something. I've heard 20, mm. 2021. And, and, and so you'd have to kind of if you wanted to do anything that had more recent information as as sources, you'd have to go somewhere. And, and it became clear the they offered that. So I tried it and it really did have up to the minute pretty much uh, information mm. and it could cite its sources that way. That just wasn't available until Bing search came out and did the same using mm. uh, GPT-4, uh, Bing chat, I should say, uh, mm -hmm. GPT-4 and the Bing search engine. So it kind of married those two together. Whereas uh, Aravind and Perplexity would say, what we did is we focused purely on the answer engine type experience and they built an architecture that does that. It's very different from marrying a, a web search Yes, now you can do an open AI as well, but um, and so on. So it's really it's very good. And I and, and because they're narrowly focused on this, just provide you with the answer and not provide anything, not ads, no other, you know, oh, go down this path, semantically related. They're not proposing any kind of such engagement. They're focused mm -hmm. purely on getting you the answers you need. And that ends up being very simple and satisfying. It's very intuitive. So does anybody have any, is anybody using the paid versus free side? I'm curious, like, I, I know I only use the free side. Has anybody, did anybody pay and can anybody explain, Carl, go for it, or Beth, whoever. No, Carl. Yeah. Carl, yeah. you're yeah. Got it. <laughs> well, well, it was, <clears throat> the reason why I actually got the paid one was because the whole, like, open AI, just like, hmm, just in case, I think there's a lot of people who tried to go buy Claude or whatever else, it's like, Perplexity has Claude and GPT-4, so let's go with that and has their own engine. And so it was more of a backup. But then the one thing that really 
opened my eyes and just like Andy now, I don't really use Google. I use perplexity all the time is more really? Black Friday. I was like, hey, I need to buy. It was those like um, you put it over your running shoe so you can run in the snow um, mm -hmm. like an exo, whatever it's called, a nano spikes. So I was looking for that your exercise stuff, Carl. I'm just tired of it. Right. <laughs> All your exercising and camping. We need to. We need also, to. These are Canada problems. problems. These are not Florida <laughs> problems. Go exactly. ahead. Yes, you. You never need exospikes to go. Up. Never. No. Never. How about snuggies or blankets or something <laughs> okay. lounge around? So, anyway, so we could do that too. I think though, like I was looking for the best deal for, and I was usually okay. What's the best deal for? whatever it is you're looking for. So this one is exospikes. I was looking for best deal for exospikes. But when I put it into perplexity, it just answered my question exactly like Andy said. It's like, here's what we found. Here's the best deals on exospikes like, in Canada. I'm like, oh, perfect. When I do the same thing with Google, it gives you a whole bunch of ads. It gives you a lot, just like a lot of options all over the place. So you, you still, you're still the one trying to find this one curates everything and gives you the the best deals. So I think like that's the 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 question that people would have to to ask themselves is what would you rather have the option with all these links and all these ads or something focused to that. So I, I think that would be the like we could do a demo of the copilot. And then if for people want to test out exactly what perplexity does in its, you know, in a paid version, and if we can ask, and it, it, it actually asks you a couple of times, like some follow-ups too. Right. It and suggests then, them. Yeah. yeah. Suggests, so, and then to focus. I'll your that with, just for clarity sure. call for me, for me and for everybody uh, listening, are you saying that you, you paid for perplex perplexity and now you don't see ads or they're not ads on perplexity period. Like you would find uh, No, because with, with the co-pilot on, I, I don't think you see ads anyway, both. Yeah. No, but you don't. You get to pick which model that answers you as well. Like GPT-4, Claude, or perplexity has its own model as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for any of us, any of our folks listening on podcast, we're just sharing uh, Carl's screen here so we can look at perplexity. And Carl, you just want to kind of like talk us through this as well as you're doing it? Yeah, so for example, uh, Robert, what did you have that you were, oh, a Snuggie, okay. Hey, I'm sorry, <laughs> Carl, just a quick question. It's, sure. uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's $20 US a month, is that right? $20 US a month. Again, that was initially just to, uh-oh, just in case open something happens to chat GPT, there's something. And then this has the browsing element too, which is fantastic. Yeah. And I find this better than being browsing at all. For, like when uh, the CEO got fired unexpectedly. Yeah. Right. yeah. It, 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 it's still, it, well, it wouldn't solve the problem of it shutting down though, because you're still relying on no. eyes. Yeah. No, but if you bought Claude, it doesn't search the web. And then what else can you, and Bard can kind of, but it wasn't great then. So you're like, okay, what? So how does how does it integrate Claude when let's say you want to turn off OpenAI? How does it do a search? Uh, and does it have its own indexing or does it use Google's? I had this as a question I had before. That one I'm not sure. So I I, I even just saw this it's perplexity yeah. 70B model. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. So there's two two parts of that answer engine. One is the search engine piece of it, which has its own index. Now it's building its own index, but it also has a third party index that it has been relying on from the outset. But it's in the progression of getting to its own indexing infrastructure. So it does it does do its own web collection and therefore creates an index with references. Um, and the then there's the language model part of it, like which one is going to be the one that's doing the conversation and assembling the results for you. And you get to select which one of those you're going to be working through. And, and that may be because, okay, if Gemini ends up being better than GPT-4, maybe I want to have that as my front end onto the index and search engine aspects that create the answer engine that perplexity is. That was a, yeah. a very perplexing sentence there, I, I must admit. Well, this is interesting because you know, Carl's <laughs> laughing inside his brain going, Gemini better than GPT? Not likely. <laughs> no, I, I'd be curious to, to look at Mistral. Like, mm -hmm. you know, once they add that, that would be interesting. So you can see here that you can focus your search to various places or all. And then you can also do attached PDFs and uh, text and images. So I think that, like, with where multimodal is going, this is another option as well so let's just say best right. so, so in this example you could add a picture of the kind of snuggie you want yes and, and it would it would use that in its search so as you can see here it asks you what type of snuggie are you looking for for kids or for adults so let's go yeah, for it looks like robert. Yeah. i want a snuggie that fits robert <laughs> Specifically, I also like him to model it if possible. <laughs> and Carl, this, this is an example of Copilot, which is yes. limited to, uh, in the free version. I think you can use yes. it like five times a day, but Pro gives you full access uh, yeah. all the time. Yeah. So, right, this is this would be that you have wow. the images to the right, and here's the best. Here's the actual prices inside the answer. Well, look at right. that and Shein. If you if you all if you all have any women in your life, you know what Shein is. Offers a one piece wearable blanket. So they actually do the the off brand version of it, which is quite brilliant. They they actually in the shark blanket hoodie, they actually have competitors. That's interesting. Yeah. And then you can so, I guess um, you can for the listeners. Let's just read some of the results here. Uh, or describe the results, please, uh, because yes. We're <laughs> so the answer was okay. Based on the search results, I guess like we'll describe it. You have the, your sources up top, where it's getting the information from. So it's there's there's quite a lot. There's the first one is from Etsy, Nerdy Time, Snuggy Store, and then thirteen others that you can click through. Then the answer says, based on the search results, there are several options for purchasing an adult Snuggie in Canada. Here are some of the best deals. The Snuggie from the official Snuggie store offers a buy two for one deal, which, which could be a good option if you're planning to buy multiple Snuggies. And then it has the uh, citation uh, as a source that you could probably can you click, click. Can you click out on that? I'm yeah. curious if it's pulling yeah. in, just because I'm curious if that's like an all the time deal or that happens to be a... That's part of the search result is, oh, you yeah. can buy one, get one at this store. Yeah. Right. The, the second one says Amazon offers a Snuggie, the original wearable blanket for $24.99. So I click that through and it takes you to Amazon. 
And then. I didn't realize it was like a Harry Potter Elvira vibe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or something. It looks like, looks like you could play uh, D&D or something with that. I don't know. Snuggie Maybe is I will. Maybe uh, I will, Brian. Teenage, <laughs> it's Teenage uh, Moody. Uh, I'm waiting yeah. for the the Tennessee the Tennessee branded snuggie for Robert. Yeah, where's the where's the Googles? Yeah, something. So the, the third one has Walmart has a shark blanket hoodie, a type of snuggie, which is interesting. Yeah. So if you, <laughs> oh my god, I know. Oh, yeah. I know so much of this is what we decided to do. This, this, this show went in a weird direction. We're I here it. for it. I'm, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Okay. But anyway, I want to say that you can see that a group search on perplexity is a lot of fun. Okay, so number five is uh, Shan yeah. offers a one piece wearable blanket for $37.90. And then you see this. That's fancy. Oh, it's got a pocket. Yeah. So um, I want to comment. That been, hold on. So I've been looking at all of the different links that you've been clicking up, up in, the, mm -hmm. in the link bar, and none of them are paid ads. They're, none of them have a what's it called? Um, uh, like a UTM. UTM is attached. Yeah, it has no yeah. attachments, so it's not tracking. Yeah, yeah there's no tracking. No, it's not. It's not tracking, and that's I think that's an awesome thing because now, like. I don't get those um, remarketing yeah. ads, but I wanted to. I wanted to copy this, Ooh, and I wanted to go to Google, and so I wanted to say, type the same thing. And so let's see what it does. So we've got sponsored, sponsored, sponsored all sponsored. the top sponsored, sponsored. I think that's sponsored too. Okay, so the yeah. first one was an Amazon. I think that. It, that is an organic search and then a whole bunch of you know questions that people ask I, so I, again I, I think yeah even I, inside I, of amazon I, that could be a sponsored a reseller but anyway it matter. could be I, I i don't know so i feel it it depends on what you like but i feel this is cleaner and i get what i i get the intent of my i know google's always been intent of the search i'm like but this gives me exactly the intent like I want to buy, gives me a bunch of prices. I'm going to click through if I want to, if I not. That to me is a much better experience mm -hmm. than this where I'm just, it's all ads. And if I click this one, I, you automatically know you get the UTM on top. And then I don't know, whatever site down the road, I'll, I may get this as a remarket to me. You're, you're welcome. And it's you're, not ads. you're welcome. Yeah, exactly. From Canadian time. So, uh, <laughs> stereotypical Canada lumberjack snuggie. That's what every Canadian wants to look like. <laughs> I think it's a oh, good time to pivot into the question that was uh, asked in the in our comments. Sorry if you were going to say that to Beth. Um, nope. Because I think that because we, we've been we've been doing this rabbit trail about a consumer purchase type of of situation. Could you? erase this well, start like, over with a different type of search sure. need because just, just for the people who are asking in the comments yeah. this is not strictly for searching for it, it think of it like a, a version of google that employs a language model 
So, well, um, th that's part of what I was going to say. It's interesting because if we go back to what Andy said, perplexity was designed from from an academic standpoint to find the right answer. And what we're playing with is what happens when you put find the right answer as a model onto I would like to buy something or mm -hmm. now I would like to hire someone. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, that mm -hmm. I find that really interesting. So, so, so for those just listening, the query was, uh, I want to find a video editor in Canada. That's the query. And it comes back with an answer. Yeah. So I it comes back. Yeah. And then it gives you Upwork, but it gives you an, um, like a description on it. And Click what, on a couple of those um, links, Carl, to see if they um, actually open to someone they're referencing. What's interesting about Upwork is it gives you the names of people and how much they charge and where they are. So mm -hmm. I thought that was okay. pretty interesting. And, right, and if so I click on the question, it doesn't show you those individuals. It just shows no. you the whole collection of them. Yeah. So you'll have I mean, to find I, John. Yeah. Yeah, the, the marketer in me absolutely prefers the the Google shopping experience to this. But I can definitely see when you're looking for information and you don't want ads and things like that, then it's a it's a much better experience in that respect. Right. Because like one, two, three, four, the first four are sponsored, obviously, and then you know you, you find that. But yeah, it this one I didn't even know about production hub, unicorn factory, freelance. I'm like mm. that's interesting to to review as well. Right. So uh, there's a question, the a question from someone yeah. asking, do you pay to appear in perplexity results? And mm -hmm. scholars would never allow that. Right. You, yeah. You're not going to yeah, bias no. the scholarly research that's being done on so, your behalf. So far. They don't do SEO either. Right. SEO is not the same. Yeah, yeah, I was saying is the question was is perplexity like SEO? Um, no, I don't. It's got to be modeled for figuring out SEO um, uh, methodologies to determine rankings. Well, we've talked about because we've talked about like how what is what happens when the when the searches are actually dependent. When showing up in searches or showing up in references from um, like ChatGPT or or those kinds of models, what happens when that is dependent on pleasing the user with the most correct, helpful information? It switches that, right? So it's not search engine optimization. Search engine optimization is about getting people to see you to buy your stuff. Now the motivation here is to be helpful. And yes, the more helpful but, you but, are, but the more accurate. Be careful because search engine optimization done properly, like the algorithms, they have also understand that there is a bounce rate. So that if you send somebody to a website that does not give them the answer they search for and you leave that website, then that's going to hinder. So in some regards, they it's almost like it's um, it's forcing SEO does get to there, Beth, but they get there a roundabout way. You know, well, I mean, it's SEO in the yeah, sense oh, that people... If if a whole bunch of people in the next year start using perplexity and they start they start even chipping away a little bit at the market share of maybe a Google or Bing or whatever, then yeah, people are gonna do all sorts of marketing ind industries and agencies are gonna start figuring out the SEO best practices to be ranked better 
our perplexity. Now, the answer to that might be just have good content and everything else will work itself out. Just provide quality content that actually helps people and the rest will sort itself out. But as we're seeing with SGE, <laughs> Google as we're seeing, says, but it doesn't always work like that. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree. There's hacks and workarounds for all of it. Um, what I would say, like for perplexity and SGE, what we are seeing more of, though, is less into the page and more giving you answers before you actually have to click into a blog or summaries. And that's something I wanted to bring up. I will say everything you've shown me so far, I would maybe I haven't used it enough. Maybe I'm just too, too embedded in, you know, so used to Google. And there's probably some of that too. I haven't seen anything that's like a, Ooh, I, that's going to make me jump. What I do like, and this is credit to Matt Wolf, cause I just saw it on his video yesterday as I was watching it was the Chrome extension for perplexity. The reason I like it is because what you can do is you can go, he was using it, he was showing it on his own uh, website on futuretools.io in the news. And he's like, oh, if you want to look up a tool or whatever. Actually, I will say that's actually my favorite perplexity thing so far was in, in, in researching this whole week was using the damn Chrome extension because I could go and I love that you can say focus just on this domain I mean, there's so many domains and websites that are just detailed and deep, you know, deep. And I work in the sales industry, so I'm always helping salespeople. And, you know, there's so much prospecting and so much research that has to go into trying to provide a quality, personalized experience for the person you're reaching out to. It's just a lot of work. And so when I see a tool like that, that makes their life easier as a salesperson, I get excited because I go, OK, that's going to actually make my life easier if I can go to a website and then go to Perplexity's Chrome extension as a dropdown and go, I'm looking for information about such and such. Can you help me? Or I went to YouTube and the Perplexity search on just YouTube alone about the video that I wanted to see was better than YouTube search results mm -hmm. by far. So like yeah. if I just so search wait, it, no, search it into the, into the search bar, it was better right. in Perplexity. This is Google's, Someone, the, Google owns YouTube. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly <laughs> so I, right. I, I, I want to say that I somewhat disagree with with I mean at first I was like yes I I don't see a reason to move away from my workflow but what I'm seeing is a much more condensed much more reliable much less uh ulterior motive results right because I I just cannot right. stand sponsored it, I mean obviously that's that's what a lot of small businesses that we work with use but I don't as a user I don't like it so I love this I want to go back to a, a comment you made Andy that they, you said perplexity doesn't use SEO. So when they go about giving you results, those results are are decided by by what method if you're not using SEO. Yeah, like, yeah so um, uh, Aravind, the founder, is a big fan of Google uh, PageRank algorithm. I mean, he, he, you know, that's like the OG method for creating authority and, and relevant search results. So what they're doing inside Perplexity is they're doing their own version of PageRank, but it's designed to try to figure out which are the <clears throat> true health sites out there. And, and they use their the, the interconnections between those sites because their assumption, as in the PageRank algorithm, is that you know a really good site that we know is reliable and honest and accurate it's going to be making links to and references to others. So it's mapping the web and the sources and giving them more, more uh, higher position in results to the degree that they are both relevant and they have this high rank in the world of reliable sources. Remember always they're citing every source. It's all about 
get the answer, but from reliable sources and present well, those there, sources. So that the there's user a question can figure out which ones they like. There is a question from uh, Gwyn, kind of related to what you're mentioning, Andy, is how do you think responses are ranked if there, let's say, there's a hundred answers, but you only ask for five, and that is the page rank? Because I would imagine we got the, let's say here, the top seven CRMs. There's there's bound to be more, but you, you're yeah, seeing the how top one. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> also, there's I, another I question I want to just... There was a point of confusion. The question from a LinkedIn user is sponsored is paid advertising. How do sponsors differ from advertising if this is ad free? Well, perplexity is ad free. When we mentioned sponsored, that was when we were looking at Google. So Google has sponsored, you know, thumbnails up there across the top and then a list of sponsored options before you get to the first organic result. And uh, let's just say that you don't have to take our word for it. Uh, go and use your own business cases like Ryan Thompson, who says this is an exciting show. I already solved yeah. a business issue. Thanks to perplexity. Checks on the way, Brian. Hey, Brian. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> your and then, uh, when, can I because this is Greg also had a comment, which I which I did find interesting. Um, but perplexity has better access to content than ChatGPT too. Just last night, I tracked uh, down some ChatGPT limitations that I have solved using perplexity. Sites are screening out ChatGPT search and indexing. That's really interesting, and I, I didn't know that. But that would also be uh, another. Um, you know, look, there, there's a lot of value. Look, this is what I think too. There's a lot of value to being outside of the Google. And even open AI world, right? I mean, I, I do think sometimes it's great to be over an anthropic or in this case, maybe perplexity or maybe with their experimental 70B, 70 billion, I guess, what what they have going on there. Because that was, Carl, you kind of saw it really quickly, but on there it said like GBT4, uh, Claude mm -hmm. 2.1, and then it said experimental. And I'd be, we don't have, we don't have time. We're out of time yeah. already. But that would be interesting for like the sort of next go around is like, what, what is that? How does that respond? They have um, okay, a playground so, and an API. Say again? Who does? They have a playground and API access. So you can get also in the back end and like play with stuff. Perplexity does? So we're sort of at the end here mm -hmm. and there's all seven of us. And I mean, okay. So let's just, I, I you know, I don't want to maybe go around the room, but like, I'll just throw mine out there. I would say I'm on the fence. I think this is very interesting. I don't know that tomorrow it's going to make me open up perplexity. I do think I will definitely be using as much as I remember to use it the Chrome extension. I think that's where I'm at. It's pretty cool. So uh, that's my thing. What uh, Andy, I think we know you're using it. Carl, you're using it. Um, and we'll probably continue to. Uh, anybody else that was swayed maybe this week or by this show? Um, yeah. Yeah. Swayed. 100%. Yeah. I've, I've used it on and off. I'm still it, it very, can, um, very situational. So, for example, I did a search. You know, if I'm trying to buy a product, I said, you know, compare these three different graphics cards, tell me what the differences are and which user they search. Now, Perplexity gave me a much better answer than ChatGPT did. Um, so, you know, from that perspective, it's really good. I first started using it as a way to come up with background information for an AI writing tool I use. It was a good way to put accurate info in there uh, that GPT couldn't give me. So. I don't know that I'm going to throw Google out with the bathwater at this stage, but I can definitely see myself using it a bit more in the right circumstances. 
uh, I, I've said before in other shows, I've I've thrown out Google as as best I can, unless I get caught in the uh, the search uh, the search bar, uh, the URL bar. Um, perplexity, I've been using off and on, and then when we decided to do the show, I I started to uh, use it heavier. Definitely swayed. Um, I like to use it as a counterpoint or to uh, to double check ChatGPT's work. So I'm I'm in chat the ChatGPT environment a lot, right? So I'll be in there when I get an idea and want to look for something, and then I'll hop over to Perplexity and see what kind of answer uh, it gives. So I'm sort of in the Wikipedia phase, if you will, where <laughs> I'll use it as a launch point, and then I'll double check each other's work to to see if we get different answers or go down a different path. Now I will say. And I've only used the free version, and I mostly use the non-account. And then after I set up accounts, so I could use a little bit of Copilot. Signing up for the account with Copilot is definitely a better, uh, better experience for me. Um, but I will say I will get the occasional, not necessarily dead link, but it'll go to uh, a website that uh, doesn't have the information I'm looking for, but it lists a lot of different sources. And it's really convenient to see all of their sources listed in a single place as well. You can call up all the sources in a single window and then just go through it. So I know it's not perfect. So I, I just wanted to highlight that. It's it's not 100%, but it is a great jumping off point. And, and it's a very clean interface, which if you, you know, we're all familiar with Google it. now, it's full of ads and all sorts of crap everywhere. If you just want just the facts, ma'am, ma'am, um, it, it's probably a good option if you're trying to do informational search. All right, we're going to wrap this up because we're already four minutes, uh, well, over, but we'll, we'll wrap this up so it doesn't become a 40 minute show. Listen, I want to say uh, this is really informative for me, but I want to say thank you to our uh, commenters because we, we yeah. frankly love you and we think you're Definitely. awesome. So, Gwen and Greg, yeah, I said love. Ryan, uh, LinkedIn user, I'm sorry, we can't always say everybody's name, but thank you everybody for putting in the comments. We, we love seeing those and we try to get them up on screen as much as possible. Um, so, if you like, also, if you like, these review shows we've done a few of these now where we've just done a deep dive into a particular product we did it with respell we've done a couple others uh, perplexity was one that we felt we felt you know good about if you like these kind we would love your feedback on that um to do more in fact we have another one on the books for um almost at the end of the year 1229 um for a, a product called magnific magnific dot ai mag magnificent yep. <laughs> it's yep. hard to say Magnific. i want to say magnificent yeah. Uh, so we do have another one on the books, but we can certainly do more, you know, like one every other week. Um, let me just say real quick what's coming up in the next week is, you know, this is Friday. On Monday, we're going to be talking about AI's impact in business intelligence and talking about unveiling, unveiling, unveiling. Wow, I can't talk. Uh, hidden insights. Um, I used to work in the BI industry before what I do now. So that'll be an interesting one for me. Uh, Jimmy, I'm excited for you on a Tuesday because we talk about the revolution in gaming. And I know you've talked a lot about that industry. And so I'll be interested to learn from you. Wednesday, we got the news. Thursday and Friday, I'm excited about both of them. Thursday, rethinking college. Uh, will AI disrupt traditional education? I could talk about that for days. So I'm going to be super excited about that one. Friday next week is celebrating show number 100. So hopefully everybody will be here. I think everybody will. And so we're going to be uh, just sort of talking about some of our favorite shows on that one. It's just going to be kind of a nice little retrospective on our first 100 shows. Uh, obviously, we 
we intend to go to a thousand and more. So this is just the start for us, but we'll look back and maybe uh, we'll come up with what our favorite show has been up until this mm -hmm. point. That'll be kind of fun. So that's what's coming up over the next week. And then we have all the week of Christmas as well. Keep on coming back. Appreciate all y'all. This was fun. This is a really, really great one. Thank you, Andy, for all your, your uh, knowledge and uh, research on this. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys on Monday. Until then, as uh, sign us off, Jimmy, what do you usually say? Aloha. There it is.